Hey there, I'm Beth Donaldson, an entrepreneur that puts hustle and heart into everything I do. The Hustle and Heart podcast will give you real and raw advice about overcoming and embracing failures, challenges, and obstacles in order to climb to the top. But it all begins with you. Listen in to each episode to harness your power and achieve more than you ever thought possible. Get ready to own it all because you deserve it. Okay, so here we are again. I'm back and ready to get real and raw about making shit happen and what it really takes to win. So the process is not glamorous, contrary to what most people may think. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. This past year has been brutal for me, from COVID to other challenges. And some days I literally want to sit in a corner and cry. But as soon as that thought comes to mind... I check myself and bounce back because I'm determined to win and bring as many others with me as possible. Most people would define winning as amazing, life-changing, and the best thing that can ever happen. And it can be once you make it to the top, but you don't just stay there forever unless you keep winning. To win, one must be different. Think about it. Anything that was ever a huge success was different. Winning is hard life-sucking at times, and unapologetic. It takes grit, massive action, and falling down and bouncing back, all while ditching the excuses. There are days you will want to quit, but you don't. There are days you will feel defeated, but you're not. You're just learning. There are so many emotions when it comes to the commitment, dedication, and determination to win at anything in life. It takes a lot to win, and that's what we'll be chatting about today. So over the last few episodes, I shared some vulnerable moments in regards to getting started and mental health. But today we're going to get down and dirty with the truth about winning. And most people may or may not like my message today, but let me remind you that Hustle and Heart was created to be real and raw, not fluff and bullshit. So I'm going to give you the truth and it's going to be the hard truth. Making shit happen and winning is not pretty. It's not balance. You know, we all want balance, and I sure do too, but the reality is it's not doable. It really isn't if you want to win. It's true for professional athletes, a business owner, or winning the Best Parent Award. We can chase balance all we want, but it's a constant battle if you're in it to win it. So Tim Grover says it best. In order to win, there are four necessary ingredients. Number one is talent. Number two is intelligence. Number three is competitiveness. And number four is resilience. I happen to a thousand percent agree with him. And the thing is, everyone has at least one of these, but it takes all four to win. So let's discuss these ingredients. Talent. Everyone has talent. Everyone is talented at something. Now, whether you use your talents to fulfill your purpose and win, that's another story. But we were all born to win, and it's up to each of us to unlock the power from within. You see, so many people that say winning in life means you have to be normal and come from a privileged life, whatever normal means. But I disagree. I don't know about you, but most winners I know have a powerful story, and it wasn't all butterflies and rainbows. I think the challenges and obstacles one faces builds character and is necessary to create a winner. 
And I believe this is true for winning at anything in life. It could be starting a family, traveling the world, owning a business, or even winning a championship. So next up is intelligence. Not everyone is intelligent. I'm sorry to tell you that. And there's many different types. Street smarts versus book smarts. But for anyone who has a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, it's possible to feed your brain with intelligence through a multitude of things. But first, you have to decide to do that. I'm not saying to win. You have to be intelligent about everything. Just the areas where you want to win. For example, Beyonce doesn't have to be brilliant when it comes to being a professional athlete, but she must be intelligent with what it takes to be a multi-Grammy winner singer and the queen, of course. She has to be intelligent at what it takes to be at her level in her space. And I'm not really sure what that includes because that's not my area of expertise, but I know it includes a lot and she's a winner because she's talented, intelligent, competitive, and resilient. I like to think I'm intelligent in many areas of my life because I embrace learning and growth to win. I also actually study winning. I grew up being naturally street smart and wasn't a big fan of formal education. As I mentioned in my first episode, I'm a high school dropout. However, I have found I absolutely love learning about the things that light me on fire. So I'm brilliant when it comes to all areas of life that inspire me and ignite my passion. I'm intelligent when it comes to business operations and thinking big picture. I'm smart when it comes to executing my vision. And I'm intelligent with time management and preparation. By the way, there are many areas of my life that I'm not an expert because we can't be the best or smartest at everything. Being intelligent in your expertise is vital for any entrepreneur. Because if you can't see and dissect the big picture and execute your vision, you will never make it. I'm able to visualize the big picture through challenges, obstacles, and heartache because I was born to win, and so were you. I wasn't always a natural at this, but I decided to do the work and embrace the experiences to be the expert in my world and continue to do so today. So next up, let's talk about competitiveness. Do you want to win? Like, do you crave it, and will you practice and push or do anything to attain it? Do you have that competitive nature that will catapult you even through the difficult times because you know you're a winner? Well, I'm here to tell you we all have that winner spirit inside of us, but it's up to you to ignite it. So let me tell you a little bit about my competitive nature. I don't like to lose and I'll put forth the effort, energy and focus needed to win anything that means something to me. This was deeply rooted in me as a child. My dad was very competitive. He was the high school star quarterback and successful in many other sports as well, including now as a senior. By the way, he's going to kill me for saying that. He competes in the Senior Olympics and has won many medals, including gold rankings over the last few years. So being a winner was ingrained in me from an early age. I was not big into sports myself, but was a gymnast and a dancer for a short period And was very competitive with everything I did in life from a very early age, including always beating my siblings and finding ways to get more attention than them or winning family game night. And they are just as competitive as me, if not more. My point is, is that this trait gives you the competitive advantage to win in life because it's the backbone of just that. The fourth ingredient to winning is resilience. One of my favorite topics, I could probably write a book about this. 
So you either got it or you don't. And I am resilient. Actually, sometimes I surprise myself and wonder how I am so strong. I believe my resilience may stem from many childhood and life experiences, but the main one being the abandonment of my biological mother. So I briefly spoke on this in an earlier episode, but I want to share this experience a bit more and how it relates to a trait I feel is a big part of who I am, and that's resilience. So I would first like to start off by saying I do not hold a grudge against my biological mother, and deep down, I wish her the absolute best. I know she struggled because of her life experiences, and I don't judge her for that. We all go through trauma experiences and situations outside of our control, but we do have the power to control the controllables and use the not such great life moments as opportunities to learn, grow, and become better. One of my favorite quotes is, quote, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. End quote. With that being said, being abandoned by the one person in the entire world that is supposed to love you unconditionally is difficult as a child. It leaves a void and feeling of not being worthy. It can oftentimes leave you questioning many things about life and love, particularly unconditional love, the best kind there is. It can be the culprit of choosing to surround yourself with the wrong people, including bad intimate relationships and all other kinds of toxic stuff. But the cool part is it can also build a strong foundation and loving human when you work through the trauma. So for me, it's been liberating to work through my past to find peace, purpose and begin healing. I say begin healing because I think we all should work on healing for a lifetime. Life can be so challenging in so many ways. So it's important to face it head on and work through it to heal. Whatever that may look like for you, but I strongly believe that some of the most difficult moments of my life have brought out some of the best parts of me, including my loyalty, my drive, and my empathetic heart, as well as my get it done and take no bullshit personality. The difficult moments and obstacles is what has built my strong foundation and resilience to be able to face the world head on as an independent woman. Resilience is about finding a way to get through it no matter what. And the reason you have to overcome so much is because God has huge plans for you. But first, he must be sure you're ready for the big blessings. Resilience is your inner drive that only you can claim and build. So what else does it take to win? Here are some additional qualities I believe it takes. Mental toughness. This is something I personally invest a lot of time into growing and maintaining. Training your mindset and mental toughness is a never-ending cycle. Your mind is a muscle, and you got to train it to build the mental toughness it takes to win. I do this through many daily practices, including reading and coaching sessions with experts in my fields. Embracing failure. You cannot win without failure, point blank. It's that simple. I have failed so much that I've lost count. But every single time it was a lesson learned and helped me improve and grow in order to be ready for the next level. Avoid holding on to grudges. Don't hang on to hatred. This is a sure way to be unhappy and constantly upset. If someone does something upsetting to you, ignore it and set boundaries. But don't hold a grudge because it will only hurt you. It can even delay your success or possibly be the wall that stops you from winning. Take time for yourself. This doesn't mean you're going to find balance because quite frankly, you won't. 
but it means take time to do things you enjoy and make it a priority. You have every right to love yourself and treat yourself, so do it. You gotta hydrate and stay well. Drink lots of water and make your health a priority because without your health, you have nothing. I know lots of us struggle to stay hydrated, but I have found it easier to accomplish when I have my water jug with me throughout the day. I also get regular IV nutritional therapy to stay hydrated and put my health first. And I've noticed a significant difference in my well-being. When you feel your best, we all know that you're able to do your best. So it's worth the investment. Next up, make sure you commit to growth every single day. Deciding to have a growth mindset is really a choice. In a growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication, hard work, and learning. Brains and talent are just the starting point. A growth mindset encompasses a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. It's simply deciding to become 1% better every day. Just imagine where you could be in a year. So you got to keep moving at least 30 minutes a day. I get it. Life is busy and most of the time working out can be easily forgotten, but stop making excuses and do it. Winners move and they also don't make excuses. 30 minutes of movement can set your mood for the day and is a very small percentage of your day. It pays back in ways unimaginable. I have always been someone that worked out but had to give it up over the last few years after the car accident at my business. And it really took a toll on me in every aspect. I've recently recommitted to my physical fitness journey. And although I've had to make modifications due to injuries and traumas, my time to move and exercise has been a game changer for my mind and overall performance. Surround yourself with winners. This one can actually be more challenging than you would ever imagine. There's so many people that want the world handed to them and they feel entitled It's really critical, though, to find others that know what it takes to win and they're willing to do what it takes to win. I've actually struggled with this as a leader and human in the past because oftentimes I want to give the underdog a chance because I, too, was the underdog throughout my life. When someone grabs the opportunity by the horns, works hard and wants to sit at the winner's table, it's great. But there are times others will take advantage of you for being giving. I don't regret any of it because I've learned a lot and I've learned to move on fast. And always remember that there are people out there that will dedicate themselves to winning. You'll find your people. Make sure they want to win. Be real. Don't be fake. So many times people look at me for things I say or actions I take because I'm pretty bold and purposeful with everything I do. I'm not fluff. I like to keep it real and I'm pretty blunt. I know that's not everyone's style and that's okay, but I think it's a necessary trait to possess if you want to win in life. I choose to live a life of purpose and passion, and in order to do that, I find it's necessary to be who you are, say what you mean, and know that not everyone is going to like you. This will save you a lot of time so you can focus on winning. Accept the consequences of your actions. So this isn't always the easiest thing to do, but remember that life is a series of choices. To take control of your life, you need to take responsibility of those choices, rather than acting like if everything is happening to you. Instead of blaming someone else, accept responsibility 
and do what you need to do to fix the situation. It's really that simple. You have complete control of your life and having a victim mentality will get you nowhere. Admit to your mistakes and learn from them to catapult your life to the next level. And lastly, be fucking grateful. If you're not grateful for what you have right now, you'll never be able to handle more. Anytime I feel overwhelmed with everything on my plate, I remind myself how hungry I am to win. I also remind myself how grateful I am for my life and the opportunities I'm blessed with. I dedicate time every single day to write down at least three things I'm grateful for. In summary, winning is not easy. If it were easy, everyone would be winning. It's also not for the faint of heart. You got to have a strong sense of purpose and blow people off when they throw shade because you will be misunderstood. Many people will think you're batshit crazy because they just don't understand what's in your heart. Taking action, making it happen, and winning is so much bigger than most people can interpret. I'm saying this because it's the absolute truth. I know it would sound so much better for me to say winning is inspirational and a walk in the park. Or all you got to do is manifest it, but that would be a lie. I strongly believe in manifesting and the law of attraction, but winning takes so much more than that. It takes grit, perseverance, sacrifices that most people aren't willing to put on the line, betrayal from others who don't see your vision or understand it, and so much more. It's fucking hard. So by now, you know I say what's on my heart and I tell it like it is. I hope you'll be joining me for the next episode of Hustle and Heart. Until then, go out and get them. There you have it. Another episode of Hustle and Heart. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your app and connect with me on social media so you don't miss a beat. I'll see you next time on the Hustle and Heart podcast.